Should the CW's No Tomorrow Make Your TV Bucket List? Welcome to the TV-holic previews, where we help you find the prime in prime time by checking out new shows and letting you know ahead of time which ones are worth watching. I'm Jason the TV-holic, and on this episode we are taking a look at the CW's new romantic comedy, No Tomorrow, which is based on a Brazilian show called How to Enjoy the End of the World, which was nominated for an international Emmy. It follows a woman who appreciates order, so much so that when she makes a list, putting make a list at the top and then crossing it off is the first thing she does. But living such a regimented life isn't always that great. Her most recent relationship has seemingly come to an end, and she gets no love for her career aspirations from her petty tyrant of a boss. She then meets a charming and free-spirited guy who she is immediately attracted to, and the chemistry is electric. He brings some unexpected joy and romance into her life and attempts to get her to break out of her rut and seize the day. But it turns out that he lives his life this way because he believes that the apocalypse is nigh and that we only have eight months and 12 days to live before humankind is wiped out by an asteroid that is headed towards Earth. So he has put together a list of everything he wants to do before the world ends and has set out to accomplish that list. With the help of her friends, she has to decide whether this guy is just some sort of a whack job or if that even really matters, since being with him and around him has her living life more fully. No Tomorrow is executive produced by Corinne Brinkerhoff, who has worked in various producer roles, as well as a writer on shows like CBS's American Gothic, Elementary and The Good Wife, and the CW's Jane the Virgin, Maggie Friedman, who has worked in various producer roles and as a writer as well on shows like Lifetime's Witches of East End, ABC's Eastwick and Once and Again, and the WB's Jack and Bobby and Related. Grace Gilroy, who has been a producer on CBS's Harper's Island and Zoo, Fox's Human Target, and TNT's Falling Skies, and King and Maxwell. And Ben Silverman, who has been an executive producer on shows like ABC's Ugly Betty, The CW's Jane the Virgin, NBC's The Office, and Showtime's The Tudors. The pilot is directed by Brad Silberling, who has previously directed the pilot episodes for The CW's Jane the Virgin and Rain as well as episodes of ABC's NYPD Blue, NBC's L.A. Law, the WB's Felicity, and many others. It stars Tori Anderson, who plays Evie Callahan, the stuck-in-a-rut, risk-averse, orderly type. She played Charlotte on the CW's The L.A. Complex, but most recently, you may recognize her as Sabine from Sci-Fi's Killjoys. Joshua Sass or Sassy, I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce his last name, plays Xavier Holiday, the free-spirited, seize-the-day type that thinks the world is going to end in eight months and 12 days. He played Alec Laszlo on DirecTV Audience Network's Rogue, but most recently was Galavant on ABC's Galavant. Sarah Yu Blue plays Karima, co-worker and friend. She plays Dr. Sidney Napoor on TNT's one and done Monday mornings. Another of her co-worker and friends is played by Jonathan Langdon. He plays Hank. You may have seen him 
as the bellboy in Netflix's original film Special Correspondence. Amy Pyatt plays Deidre, their boss. She played Chloe's mom, Meredith, in ABC Family's The Nine Lives of Chloe King. She was Franny in the short-lived but fantastic The CW's Aliens in America, but is probably recognized most for playing Annie on NBC's Caroline in the City. Lastly, Jesse Rath plays Timothy, Evie's current boyfriend. He was Alec Tarr on Sci-Fi's Defiance. The cast is very likable, and the people behind it have brought... Well, they brought forth a bunch of shows that I've really liked in the past, even if some of those have been a bit too short-lived. But I'm not too sure of No Tomorrow after just the pilot. Pilots are tough. This one stuffs in, I think, a bit too much. But mainly, the problem I have with it is... Well, it may not be much of a problem for the first season. It may be a quite enjoyable first season. But mainly, I don't really see how it works as a series long-term. Given the premise that the world may be ending in 8 months and 12 days, it puts a clock on the show. And given how much time transpires in just the first episode, it makes it seem like this is a time period that will reach within the first season of the show. And from there, it seems you have two ways to go. One, he's right, and the show's over. (laughs) Two, he's wrong, and the show continues. But where does that put the show? How does that change the show from its sort of happy-go-lucky nature and fun, the the seize-the-day premise? Where would it go from there if he turns out to be wrong, like what would that do to his character? And I suppose they could just continue going on seizing the day, even though the world hasn't ended. I don't know. It's just a little weird on the basic premise on where exactly it could go. But in the meantime, it could be a whole lot of fun. Overall, I think that if you're a fan of the CW's crazy ex-girlfriend and Jane the Virgin, that this is one you'll probably want to check out. It feels like it will match up really nicely with those, even though it's going to be paired up with The Flash. Although on a, I don't know, a brightness scale or type of mood that the show has or sort of a fun nature, it actually pairs up really well with The Flash. But I think it has a wacky premise, kind of like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Jane the Virgin both did. But those have both turned out to be really good. And... Even though practically nobody's watching them, the CW's seen fit to keep them around for multiple seasons. So this could be another show like that that gets to stick around for a little bit, which whether the show continues to be fun, which it is, it shows potential of being fun and having fun moments and, you know, the chemistry works between the leads and stuff. And so going forward, I could definitely see enjoying the show. But right now it's still on sort of the temporary list of... I'll give it a few more episodes, see where it goes. If it comes around and see how it's really going to work from episode to episode, it may get a full season. But either way, I'm very interested to find out where it would go in the second season, whether I would end up watching this for the rest of the season or not. But like I said, I think if you like the style of shows that are coming from the CBS side of the CW, which is things like... 
the aforementioned Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Jane the Virgin, then you'll probably want to add this one to your TV watch list as well. No Tomorrow premieres on Tuesday, October 4th, as I said, following The Flash. As always, we'll link to the official site as well as post the trailer in the show notes at tvholock.com slash previews slash no tomorrow, where you can also find links to where you can subscribe to the show. That way you can get notified as soon as new episodes drop and be able to listen to them at your convenience. After hearing a bit more about the show, does this sound like a show that you'd be interested in checking out? Let me know in the comments on the show notes or hit me up on Twitter at the TVaholic and let me know if you're going to be watching. And until next time, this has been the TV Holic Previews, No Tomorrow. <laughs>